Welcome back to Storytime with Steve. We're going to resume our Somewhere in Time series. And this episode would have been 1991. I was in a public speaking class, and we were asked to do a certain kind of project. I don't remember exactly the assignment, but I decided to interview someone. And this was a known person that committed uh, vandalism and burglaries that agreed to talk to me with the voice altered. So you'll have to check that out. Take a listen interview with a confessed uh, theft artist and all the information is accurate and the pitch of his voice has been lowered for his safety. Okay, first thing I'd like to <coughs> ask you is what you would say actually caused you to begin to steal things. I believe what actually caused me to start it was the crowd that I was hanging around with and we would uh, do minor vandalism and stuff like that and it gradually got worse into miscellaneous theft that would occur fairly often. Okay, well uh, you mentioned vandalism. What what kinds of vandalism did you get involved with? Well, it ranged from throwing rocks through windows of cars to taking BFI containers and ramming them into the back of cars going about 60 just th- things to that sort. So you think that that, I guess you, you're saying that you think that that kind of led to the, uh, the theft experience, but um, they're both two totally different things. But at the same time, of course, they're both against the law, so I guess you could, you could kind of contribute that. How long do, would you say the gap was between the vandalism time and the time you really started getting serious about the, uh, the theft? Well... It all sort of bled together because we were just, we were doing vandalism and we'd gradually get into the theft part of it. Whilst we'd still go out and have fun with the vandalism, but some nights we'd decide that we wanted to go get some particular items. Okay, well, then since you mentioned the part about getting the items, I'd like to ask you, for the most part, what types of things did you usually did you usually get or steal? Well, we got everything from radar detectors to speakers and stereos, amps, anything that was in the car. We'd get, check everything for money, and if they left their purse or wallet in there, then we'd take those. We'd just search through everything for anything that we could use or you know, for ourselves or for anybody else. Did you did you at any time really feel guilty about this? No, I never really felt guilty about it until later, till after I after I stopped. At the time, it was just fun. Never really got around to thinking about the people. Are you are you presently stealing things right now? As you know, just you know, maybe occasional weekends or whatever. No, I've compl- I've completely stopped right now because first of all. Way too dangerous, as I've realized. I'm no longer doing any. So, when you say you stole stereos, radar detectors, speakers, all those types of things, um, are you basically saying that most of the items were probably car-related? Definitely. I mean, everything that was in the car was open, and uh, we, we never really hit anything but the cars. They were really easy to get into, so that's what we'd hit and take. Let me ask you how exactly you went about 
getting into these cars. I mean, you don't just walk up to most cars and just open the door and, you know, it's unlocked and everything. There must have been some kind of way that you broke and entered these cars. Could you tell me a little bit about that? Well, so <coughs> some of the cars were just, you'd be get lucky and they were unlocked, but a lot of people were smart and locked their cars. But you you can get in the car really easily. I mean, we started out, we would try to use a Slim Jim or um, a coat hanger or something. Now, what's that? What's a Slim Jim? Oh, it's just a um, just a type of rod, I guess, that you can stick between the window and the and the door and go in, go down in, inside the door and unlock the car. Besides those, I mean, we we you would use like screwdrivers and just pop the window and it'd break. Or another type of tool that I have or used to have that would just scatter the window, make hardly any noise, and very easily used let's just just supposing that uh occasionally did you ever stop and wonder if uh if maybe this would ever happen to you or someone close to you had it happen to you did did you ever really consider things like that i never really thought about the people being hurt or anything like that i just just went at it as if it was like a thrill got the adrenaline pumping but never really considered the people until, I mean, until way afterwards. Well, you mentioned something about adrenaline. I was wondering, did, did it ever affect you in a really, well, let's put it this way. Did the, did the theft affect you in such a way that it really uh, gave you the adrenaline for just the big excitement? Or did you ever really experience any major fear? Did you, I mean, in other words, did it really ever scare you that much while you were doing it? I mean, or did you just not think about it and think it was exciting? Well, the uh, the adrenaline just gave me excitement. It made me fear anything. It was sort of addicting, I guess, because it give it give you a rush while you were while you were doing it and afterwards. But I never felt any real fear or anything like that. It was just you know something that was easy to do and. I didn't really worry about it that much. Well, out of the items you can go over in your mind that you did steal, what would you say would probably be the most expensive item you'd ever taken? Well, the one single most expensive item, I guess, would be um, the rare occasion that somebody would leave their keys in the ignition of their car, and we'd just go out and take it for joy rides. And by the time we got to where we were going to ditch it, it was it was totally smashed and and a lot of yards and things like that were torn up but that was probably the most expensive thing okay well obviously a car would probably that'd probably just about do it unless it was something really inexpensive like a pinto or something but uh, uh anyway how about the uh, legal aspects of it well now before we go into that I'd, st I'd still like to ask you if you have any kind of estimate on the total uh, if you can, if you can think of any kind of ballpark figure on the total uh, dollars worth that you've uh, that you had taken, well, <laughs> the majority of it, uh, there, was, there was so much stuff that we took that I can't even begin to wonder how much it was. I can tell you, it was in the several thousands of dollars that we. Had accumulated. Did you, by any chance, hear about the latest uh, crackdown on theft? There was a, a group of Bearden students, Bearden High School students, that got arrested uh, a couple weeks ago in school. Did you ever maybe think about that could have been you? Well, 
<coughs> when I heard about it, that I thought about that could have been me, but by that time I'd already gotten out of it, and I was glad that I had, because I might have been, you never know, I might have met up with him and decided to go with him some night. When I was in school, you know, it never really bothered me at all. Then wh- what I w- was going to say just a minute ago, did you ever actually get in trouble with uh, the law on this? I came very close. I never actually got in trouble with them. I mean, uh, there were a few scares. Nothing ever really came out of it through help from the legal system. So, basically, was there anyone else with you most of the times you did this? Well, the majority of the time, there would be at least one or two other people with me. I mean, there were there were so many different people that would go with us that it was amazing how many people knew of it, and nothing ever actually came of it. I'd say a total of at least 15 to 20 people had gone with me at one time or another, which later I thought of that I was sort of stupid because too many people knew about it, but, you know, at that time, it was just fun for us all. How about uh, the stolen merchandise? Do you still have any or all of it, possibly? No, um, I have, right now, I don't have anything what I stole, it's all gone now because of the uh, the past scares. I'd, I'd get rid of it all if I thought there might be an incident, an incident with the cop. So right now there's nothing that I have that's stolen. Okay, would you consider yourself the type of, uh, well, back then at least, w- did you consider yourself the type of... Uh, thief that would work against the clock or did you just kind of take your time and just do whatever you wanted and not worry about it well I was the type of person that would just go out and uh, take my time doing it because once you're in a car I mean if you somebody will usually watch for you you break in and you wait a minute, and nothing, no lights come on or no sound, you hear no noise. You can just take your time about it because once you're in the car, any noise you make is not going to wake anybody up. There were some people that would get really hyper and over-anxious to leave, and that would just make things worse because they'd start doing things stupidly. But I was the type that just took my time. Ever have an instance of possibly a car alarm go off or anything like that? Well, uh, the majority of the time, you can either tell if there's a car alarm because there are stickers on the windows or there's a little red light blinking inside. And uh, majority of the time, no, because we'd stay away from those cars. Occasionally, we'd hit one that you couldn't tell, like a newer model car that their their stock systems are just part of the car when it comes out of the company. So, I have had one go off on me when I least expected it. I uh, broke the window and got inside as soon as I opened the door. So, what did you do when it went off? Uh, I just took off running. And, you know, by the time anybody would have woken up and called the cops, I was already long gone. So, but at least it saved what was in the car, I guess. So, that would definitely be a you would consider that a time of probably some fear that time. Yeah, that was definitely a time that gave me fear. 
because you know when you open the door and you think you think it's just a regular routine hit and then all of a sudden the alarm starts going off just sort of freaks you out for a minute hopefully you don't stand there too long before somebody looks out and you just take off running and use the adrenaline for speed can just have a concluding statement or question i guess you could say i'd like to ask you if there's any kind of uh warning signs or symptoms that you might be able to to see in someone you know for parents or whoever that might be concerned with the uh, with the theft going on you know things that you could look out for well I'm, I'm gonna let my associate that came here with me uh, address that one he he's the one that showed me what to do and and got me started on this, so I'll let him address this one. I guess I can take that as a compliment. I am totally out of the theft scene as of six months ago and um, regret that I ever got into it. And if there are any parents listening, or you all will someday most likely be parents, I would like to tell you some early warning signs. One of the best is if you catch your child sneaking out at night. This is a bad sign. This, they only go out for fun. They don't go out for any specific purpose. I actually started very early in my criminal activity. I was barely into my teenage years when I began driving, and I would think that that's definitely an early sign of, of criminal activity. I w- oh, oh, I would also like to show another example of a, of a warning sign. If you find any items that are hidden in any way, hidden from you, that look as though they may be stolen or someone else's you need to need to check that out you also if you find that in in their car they have things that they normally could not afford and it and lots of it then that's that's another sign because they most likely got it illegally if they say that it's a, f- a friend of theirs or something. Check it out. Check it out. Call them. Twenty twenty three. Seed Racing Production.